to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where each and every day I bring on new business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at AskAdamTorres to keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, MoneyMattersTopTips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Adam Weingartner on the line. He's a financial planner over at Bluestone Wealth Partners. Adam, welcome to the show. Thanks. Thanks so much for having me. Excited to be here. So, Adam, I'm excited to get more into what you're doing over at Bluestone Wealth Partners and uh, how you're helping your clients. But before we do that, let's get a little bit more into your background. So how did you get started um, in business and in your career? Sure, Adam. So I grew up in a a small town called Newcastle, PA. It's a little bit north of Pittsburgh. Uh, Both my parents owned small businesses growing up. I graduated from high school, went to Ohio State, so I moved to Columbus, where I currently reside. I uh, got my degree in finance. When I was at Ohio State, uh, I got my first taste of the industry. I, I had an internship with Merrill Lynch, and at the time... Gosh, I was so excited to go work at Merrill Lynch. It was just the name in finance. Uh, I remember I had my, my suit on. I went downtown. It was at the top floor of a uh, high-rise building. I walked in. Okay, what am I learning about today? They sat me down. I had a phone, a list, and a script, and they said, go, smile and dial. So I uh, <laughs> spent a little bit of time uh, in the cold calling world. It was actually a fairly rewarding experience. I learned that uh, you know, if you can get comfortable approaching people you don't know at all, then you can get really comfortable approaching people you do know. So probably wasn't the most enjoyable time in my life, but I learned a lot. My my second internship, I was doing a little bit more. By the way, the reason I'm talking about these little college internships is because my second internship ended up being my career. So I'm still at this job, but it was with a group called Steinhouse Financial Group at the time, and we've since changed our name to Bluestone Wealth Partners, but I like that one so much. I'm still working there, and I was doing a lot more hands-on things from the start. I was doing um, investment-related analysis, putting together portfolios, and uh, you know, putting together proposals, writing financial plans, just learning things from the ground up. Uh, once I graduated from Ohio State, they created a role for me where I could uh, have sort of a support role actually on two different well-established financial planning practices. So one owned by Rick Martin, who I still work with today. And my plan was, hey, while I'm in this support role, sort of giving that baseline for my own financial support, I was also going to be working on my own business, creating my own business. So uh, well, that was back in 2007, if you know anything about uh, the investment world, back then. That's right before the financial crisis hit. So needless to say, my first clients lost about 20%, like practically overnight, which is crazy, but a little bit of trial by fire. Uh, I did okay. I didn't really lose any clients, but but I found it was a lot harder for me to acquire clients than I thought it was going to be. Um, you know, I turned around and all of a sudden I'm a 22-year-old kid with with no experience and really... <laughs> no contacts and not much of an idea what I was doing and asking people for their to hand over their uh, you know entire net worth is kind of a big ask. So I, I put a lot more focus on the support roles I had. 
Um, and I, I, you know, started to expand what I was doing and take on more things. But um, you know, at one point, uh, I, I came on to one of those teams and, and decided to work with just uh, just on Rick's team and support him. And we decided that, hey, it's time for me to pursue my, my CFA designation. Um, I could talk about that a little bit if you want. It's maybe not a designation here every day. But that became a big differentiator, uh, not just for myself, also for my team. Um, and, you know, kind of in the meantime, my, my personal production did start to take off a little bit. So uh, what really started off as family and friends and Gosh, I never really had any active sales goals or never had to do too much aggressive marketing, but it really turned into getting a lot of introductions, a lot of referrals, and also uh, piggybacking on you know Rick's network, Rick's client base, and everything he had going on. Eventually, you know Rick and I decided to sort of merge our businesses together and, and partner up, and that's sort of where I am today. Wow, what a story! And I love what I love that line that you had. Uh, if you can get comfortable approaching people you don't know, uh, you can get really comfortable approaching people you do know. That's one. That's one for the books. I, I love that one. Um, that's good advice. Uh, let Let's uh, transition a bit um, first. Um, I want to get a little bit more into um, what the chartered financial analyst is, so that CFA designation, because not everybody knows. Can you explain it a little bit more? Oh, sure. So, so CFA, um, Chartered Financial Analyst, as you mentioned, it actually <laughs> it took me six years to complete. So I sure didn't make it look easy or anything, but there, it's a, it's a three-level program. So you have to pass three comprehensive exams. The, the hardest thing about the whole program is they only offer these exams one day per year. Level one is actually offered two days a year. The rest are just one day per year. So... Um, Gosh, I actually saw something CFA recently published that said less than one in five candidates actually complete the program. So, like I said, I sure didn't make it look easy, but I decided I was going to finish. I got through it. And, and what it is, Adam, it really it provides a very deep knowledge and understanding of the investment world and, and global capital markets. Uh, the curriculum is really designed to train you to find actionable solutions to, to complex problems and really find solutions that that fit into the context of the big picture. Also, you know, to be involved with the CFA program is really a commitment to uphold, you know, some of the highest levels of ethical standards and conduct. And really the whole idea is that, you know, if you work with a CFA charter holder, you're working with someone who um, is going to put the client's interests above their own. Let's uh, switch it up a bit. I want to get a little bit more into what you're doing as a financial planner over at Bluestone Wealth Partners. So uh, what kind of uh, clients do you typically like to work with? Sure. So so Bluestone, first off, we're, we're a comprehensive wealth management firm. Our, our expertise is in um, investment management, executive compensation, retirement planning, as well as related uh, tax and investment planning strategies. So So we partner with families and individuals who who really just don't have the time, expertise, or maybe the resources to manage their personal finances as well as they manage their career and their family. Uh, by the way, I should mention, Bluestone Wealth Partners is the name of our group. We clear our business through Lincoln Financial Advisors. Uh, Lincoln has more of a national presence, obviously. But who are our clients? So we work with a lot of different people who do a lot of different things, but really our, our primary niche is, is with corporate executives. So Columbus is home to many Fortune 500, or I should just say just large corporations, um, particularly in the retail sector. So 
you know, including companies like L Brands, who's parent of uh, Victoria's Secret, also, gosh, Abercrombie and Fitch, Big Lots, uh, DSW, which is now known as Designer Brands, and then also you've got your larger companies like Nationwide, AEP, and, and many others. But uh, I, I should be very clear here that we don't have any direct affiliation with any of these companies. We're just privileged to work with a lot of their executives on a personal level. That's their choice. We don't get any corporate endorsements or anything like that. But it's it's a great niche to have. We're very fortunate to work with the clients that we work with. And their need for us is very clear. Obviously, these people are very well compensated, but their benefits packages can get a little bit complicated. So um, they're, you know, obviously, in a lot of cases, job security might be a concern, uh, particularly on the retail side. It, you know, we tell our folks it, it's not a question of if your number is called, but when, and they understand that all too clearly. To a certain extent, our clients are almost like professional athletes, again, you know, to a lesser scale, but they're, they're paid very, very well for the time being. It's just a question of how long is this going to last? So what we do is just make sure, hey, we've got this window where we're, you know, making a lot of money. We've got all these benefits. Let's just make sure we're squeezing all the juice out of the lemon while we can do it. And the peace of mind we bring to people, you know, giving them an idea of really where they stand, that's our biggest value proposition. Now, we really start to add value to an associate when uh, he or she hits that director or AVP level and they start seeing things like, uh, stock options, maybe they've got a deferred comp plan, do I contribute to that, what is it? Uh, questions like, hey, I've got all these boxes to check when my benefits window opens, can you help steer me in the right direction? All these things can have different implications and um, a lot of the decisions are actually interrelated. So so obviously the answers are going to be different based on the individual, but but I actually also have kind of a second niche of people that, that I've gravitated towards, or I should say, Maybe they've gravitated towards me, and that's working with younger professionals. So people know that, uh, you know, they just need to be accumulating as much as they can. They need to be saving for retirement. They need to be saving for college if they've got kids, but they don't necessarily know how or, or how much or if they're doing enough. Uh, I, I love working with, with younger folks. A lot of them have you know, a lot more questions I've found than um, some of our older clients, and they tend to be want, you know, they tend to want to be more involved with, hey, how does the investment side of things work? How do we make decisions under the hood? How does the fee structure work? And, um, you know, I, it really is the educational side of my job that's the favorite part, uh, my favorite part. But, uh, you know, I, I've had several people come to me and, and just say, hey, I've, I've got this account. Uh, I've been working with maybe, you know, my dad's guy in, in air quotes there, but but I really can't relate to him very well. I, I don't really understand what he's talking about a lot of the time, and he's just not that approachable. So, so tell me a little bit about what you do. So, uh, that's that's really who our clients are for the most part. No, that's great. And so, Adam, if somebody's listening to this, and if they want more information on Bluestone Wealth Partners or to connect with you, what's the best way for them to reach out? So, the best way to reach out, you can find me. Uh, I'm on all over social media. My website's bluestonewealthpartners.com. Uh, we're on Facebook. I'm on LinkedIn, Instagram. My, my Twitter handle is at bluestonecfa. Of course, you can always send me an email at aweingartner at bluestonewp.com. 
Oh, that's awesome. Well, hey, Adam, I really appreciate you coming on the show and telling us more about your background and also the great work you're doing over at Bluestone Wealth Partners. Uh, and to the audience, as always, I hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to uh, subscribe to the podcast, leave me a review, do all those great things we do to support our podcasters. I really do appreciate it. And, Adam, thanks again for coming on the show. 